Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today, we will begin the book of Yirmiyahu, the Navi prophet Jeremiah. And the reason why I am starting the prophet Jeremiah after reading the book of Tsefania, I will explain in today's introduction. Those of you that have been keeping up with the podcast until now, would know that we have been working our way through the 12 the book of 12 minor the books of the 12 minor prophets minor in the sense that they had uh, smaller books a little bit little slightly less famous not necessarily less important just less smaller in size and the books of the 12 prophets were roughly lined up in a chronological manner we finished the book of Tsefania and we learned that Zephania started his Zephaniah in English. He started his prophecy in the days of the king Menasha. But his main prophecies were said during the time of, at least main in the sense that the ones that were recorded for posterity in his book of Zephaniah, during the days of the king Yoshiyahu. And we pointed out, that's the king Josiah, we pointed out that the king Yoshiyahu, the king Josiah, was um, the beginning of his reign. The people were continuing in their idolatrous and corrupt ways, uh, which they had been, the path that they had been following during the lives of the king Menashe and the king Ammon. But during Yoshiyahu's reign, he turned the country around and brought about a, a tremendous revolution and reforms in which he abolished idol worship and tried to bring the people back to the worship of God. Now, um, so the so that would mean that Yirmiyahu, Jeremiah, whose prophecies began during the days of the king Yoshiyahu, for a significant portion of the beginning of, of the Jeremiah's days, he had good reason to hope for the future of the people of Judah, the people of Yehuda, as he saw Yoshiyahu starting to bring the people on the right path. Unfortunately, that was kind of the, uh, that revolution did not survive very long. And uh, during the reigns of the descendants of Yoshiahu, the kingdom of Yehuda rapidly deteriorated until the reign of Tzitkiyahu, who was the final king of Yehuda, who was the king at the time of the destruction of Jerusalem at the hands of the Babylonians and um, essentially uh, and, and was the end of the, the destruction of the first temple and the exile of the Jewish people from Jerusalem. So Yirmiyahu's entire career spanned from the days of jo- Yoshiyahu when there was some hope all the way down to the days of the end and the destruction. And we are going to be reading about this life and process, this process and this life of Yirmiyahu during this book. Uh, today, in terms of verses, I am only going to read the first uh, several verses of the chapter. So this is Yirmiyahu 1a, Jeremiah 1a, just the first portion of this chapter. <laughs> just because the first three verses are introducing Yirmiyahu and the timeline, which I just talked to you about. <laughs> it is likely, in fact, <clears throat> probable that Yirmiyahu was a student of Zephaniah, of Zephaniah, um, certainly, he was a contemporary. In rabbinic tradition, it has a um, 
three prophets that prophesied during the days of Yoshiahu, all of whom we know well prophesied during the days of Yoshiahu. Uh, Yermiyahu, who we just mentioned, and we're about to study his book. Tsefania, who we just mentioned, and we just finished studying his book. And the third being Hulda, the famous uh, female prophetess who also prophesied during the days of Yoshiahu. And according to the rabbinic tradition, the three of them worked together in, in, in trying to bring the people back to God. And they all had their own missions. According to the, uh, the rabbinic tradition, <coughs> Hulda, uh, and they were all from the same school of, of prophecy, the same school of study. Yirmiyahu, who taught the men in the streets, Hulda taught the women, and Sephania taught in the synagogues, who was the synagogue preacher. That's how the Urbana tradition has the three of them um, dividing up uh, the labor to teach the, the people of Yehuda, the people of Judah and Jerusalem, so to speak. Now, <clears throat> there's obviously we're going to study a lot. Yermio is a long book. It's going to take us a while. But, and there's many, many, many lessons to learn. There's several things that I would like to point out in the beginning and in the sense of an introduction that I want you to pay attention to during as we read this book of Yermio. Number one, <clears throat> Yermio. Although we'd learn a lot of lessons, the primary, I, I, it's hard to say the primary lesson, but certainly one of the primary lessons that we learn from Jeremiah is the lesson of resilience. The lesson that no matter what and no matter how many obstacles were placed in front of him, no matter how difficult his job was, no matter how many failures he, he, he had to endure, he never, ever stopped his mission. He was probably, in terms of resilience, the most resilient of any figure in the entire Bible, with maybe, I would think, the exception of Joseph. But Joseph, <clears throat> after his many failures, eventually reached a time of, of spectacular success, whereas in Yermiyahu, we don't ever really see the time of big success, at least in his lifetime. So resilience is something that I really want to point out in the beginning. And this lesson that even though Yermio doesn't specifically tell us to learn resilience by studying his life and reading his, his, his experiences and his teachings, that is probably the most important lesson that we can learn. That when someone has an important mission, something as important as this, and we all have in our lives important missions to accomplish, no matter how many failures and no matter how many obstacles and no matter how much suffering we have to suffer to get there, we should keep on going. Number two, I want to point out that <clears throat> although Yermiyahu is so well known for his prophecies of destruction, <clears throat> I really would like to point out that, that uh, and this is true about all the prophets, really, but Yermiyahu probably brings this point out more than any other. Yes, a lot of Yermiyahu is fire and brimstones, destruction he's predicting these terrible terrible calamities that are about to that are going to cut befall the people if they don't if they don't turn their life around if they don't improve their ways that is absolutely true however the point that Yermiyahu is trying to make is not just to make predictions of some great apocalypse that's about to happen 
he's not this terribly depressed person that simply talks about all the terrible things that are that are coming down the road the point is that he's trying to ask the people to repent so that they can avert these terrible decrees Yirmiyahu Jeremiah does not want his prophecies to ever be fulfilled he never he would wish that his prophecies would never ever come true this is an extremely important point and we'll point this out as we study through this book Yirmiyahu's life's desire was to make sure that his predictions would never ever happen if it was up to him that people would learn from their mistakes improve their ways and then avert the decree Yirmiyahu's hope was not that destruction would happen but that that the king Yoshiahu would would lead a revolution, bring the people back to God, and that would reestablish the kingdom of Judah forever. Another point, number three, many believe that Yirmiyahu had a similar relationship with the king Yoshiahu that we saw when we studied Yeshayahu, right, Isaiah, and his relationship with the king Chizkiyahu. Remember that Yeshayahu, Isaiah, believed that the king Chizkiyahu, who also led reforms and brought the people back to God and started and lived his career faithful to God as a righteous king, felt that Chizkiyahu was going to be the one who was going to be uh, the Messiah, so to speak, and lead the people and bring them back to God, and this was going to bring about the ultimate redemption. Yirmiyahu, in many ways, had similar feelings about Yoshiyahu, who was also a righteous king. To the very end, he was righteous, although he made some critical mistakes, which we're going to read about and talk about more as we study this book but he did remain a righteous king who Yirmiyo had hopes for would be the one to lead the people to the ultimate redemption another point that um he Yirmiyo showed a faithfulness to the people of israel to his people the people who he was um tasked to lead in the right direction Yirmiyo despite the way the people themselves treated him, his love for the people and devotion for the people never, ever, ever left him. Many of us are often tempted, you know, would, would rarely uh, be able to um, suffer so much in order to help others if those others are constantly rejecting you. Usually when we are rejected by a group, we turn away and go somewhere else. But Yirmiyahu's love for the people was so great and so strong that despite the way they treated him, he kept on going. He did not stop. And finally, we see his, his resilience not only while he's predicting the destruction, while he has so many failures and so much suffering and so on, but even after he sees the destruction, he still doesn't give up hope on the ultimate redemption of the people. Even after he sees the terrible suffering and the terrible destruction wrought by the Babylonian invasion and conquering of Jerusalem and the temple and everything and the exile of the people, he still had faith that one day they would come back and the people would reestablish themselves, the temple would be rebuilt, and the people would come back to God. These are some points that I want to point out now as we begin the book of Yirmiyahu. And just um, to begin, I'm going to read the first three verses. We're going to learn a little bit about who he was and where he was from. These are the words, this book records the words of Jeremiah Yirmiyahu, the son of Chilkiyahu. That was his father's name. 
Minakainim, he was one of the priests. He was from the he was a Kohen, he was a priest, Asher Anatot, who lived in the town of Anatot, Pieretz Binyamin, in the land of Binyamin. This is somewhat relatively close to Jerusalem, the town of Anatot. It is south of Jerusalem. Um, it is uh, there, there is an, an Arab village there. Uh, it has a name. It's like, I think it's Anat or something close to Anatot, which is almost certainly the same town where Jeremiah or Miyahu grew up um, and lived. Asher Hayod Dvar Adonai Elov. This is verse 2. And that the word of God was to Yermiyahu. When? When did God speak to Yermiyahu? When did he get his prophecy? Bimei Yoshiyahu ben Amon. During the days of the king Josiah, the son of Amon. We just spoke about that. Melech Yehuda, who was the king of Yehuda. Bishlosh Esrei Shanolim He began his prophecies during the 13th year of the reign of Yoshiyahu. That's when Yermiyahu began to say his prophecies. And, and we will study soon when we do Yermiyahu 1b, the second and the bulk portion and the bulk of the chapter 1, um, we will learn what exactly it was that the, uh, how God came to Yermiyahu and what he spoke to him when he began to prophesy. By he, and it was, this is verse 3, Bimei Yehoiakim, during the days of Yehoiakim, that is the Ben Yoshiyahu, the son of Yoshiyahu, Melach Yehuda, um, he, in other words, and he continued to prophesy even after Yoshiyahu was killed, after Josiah was killed, Melech Yehuda, the king of Yehuda. He continued during the days of his son, all the way until the end of the 12 years of Tzidkiyahu ben Yoshiyahu, of Tzidkiyahu, who was also his son, but was the last king of Yehuda, Melech Yehuda, until the exile of Jerusalem, the end of the kingdom. Uh, which happened during the month of Av. As we know, today we sell, we commemorate the day of the ninth of Av in the fifth month, which is the month of Av. So um, we see, we say here that uh, just a quite a quick summary of Yirmiyahu's life, and that is when he started his prophecy, and unfortunately he kept prophesying all the way until the end, which was during the days of Tzidkiyahu. Um Obviously, we're about to start learning about all of this prophecy in detail. Um, this will end Jeremiah 1a. Thank you for starting the study of this incredibly powerful book uh, and looking forward to uh, continuing to study this book together and studying the entire book of Yermiyahu together. Thank you.